0: We'd like to welcome you to our current event in weekly Bible study for May 16th, 2010. And today, just a table of contents for today's uh, teaching. Uh, We're going to be talking first about, it's called the World Invocation Day uh, on May 27th. Coming up here, this is to invoke and pray for, essentially, Maitreya's coming. Very old prayer that's been prayed quite a... Long time for decades, and then we're gonna uh, finally settle. And this is coming from the horse's mouth that Raj Patel is not Maitreya. Okay, so anybody that's held to that belief system, I we're gonna unequivocally prove that that is not the case. And this is coming straight from Benjamin Krem, Maitreya Sharon International, he's not Maitreya. Okay, uh, then we're gonna be just Touching on the new DVD that just came out, I think yesterday. It's called Aquarius, The Age of Evil. And they interviewed me about a half hour for this DVD. And uh, I think a lot of my interviews on the DVD. I know it is. So um, I'll go over that a little bit. We'll be looking at a clip from Gerald Salente, financial expert guy, regarding the summer of 2010, the things that could be coming. Uh, also, be looking at a brief clip from Bob Chapman, another financial expert, uh, and then false flag operations. We'll be talking that, about that a little bit. This also this trial that started regarding Obama uh, in this uh, CIA Columbia cover up. That's very interesting. I, I wasn't aware of that until this last week. And then how the Palestinians are actually starting to see Obama as their savior. We'll be looking at a new DVD that Cutting Edge released called The Church and Secret Societies, The Hidden Faith of Our Founding Fathers. That's going to be pretty shocking to a lot of people. Next one is Pentagon Turns to Brain Implants to Repair Minds. And we'll be touching on the uh, DVD Beyond Treason regarding the horrific reality of Gulf War Syndrome. Also be taking a brief look at Facebook, Facebook, and how it's actually an intelligent agency's espionage site, and the new facial recognition from Facebook uh, that gets your picture in, uh, I I believe, has it in a database. And this is why I canceled my Facebook account this week. I I never was really big on Facebook, but recently I I went up there and did a little bit, and uh, I'm off it for good. Now, So anybody that's wondering what happened, that's what happened. And I'll I'll go over this um, into the study. Uh, We'll be looking at an article regarding the rampant rapes that are taking place in Haiti's earthquake camps. And then another clip that will really get your blood boiling uh, called Silly Women in Ministry. We'll be playing some clips from a couple of these women and uh unbelievable. Well and in regard to that we'll be looking at biblical qualifications for pastors, bishops, elders, deacons, and spiritual overseers. I've done a whole study on this. And what I'm trying to do also is if there's a particular subject that that's covered and I've covered it in times past, I'm trying to put the link to my study there at the bottom of of, of the uh, of what we're covering so that you can actually hear the teaching I've done on it. We'll be looking at also new abortion laws that are slowing the baby killers which is a good thing and then why do modern Bibles disagree if they use the same Greek and uh, touching on a new e-book called Vanishing Proofs of Evolution and then uh, Chick Publications has a 100% textus receptus Bible in Spanish so that's something they're offering and we'll be touching on that so let's go ahead, and we'll get into uh, the uh, the first article here. Just a couple Bible verses here to to uh, look at Ephesians 5, 11, 13 through sixteen, and says, "And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light." And whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awakest thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Now there's been, I would I would have to say that since Noah's day, there's really been no other time in history where the days are more evil and are becoming more evil by the day. The 1828 Noah Webster Dictionary, which more accurately defines words in the King James Bible compared to like a modern day dictionary, defines the word reprove, where it says, We had to have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. That word reprove is, is uh, defined as to blame, to convince a fault, or to make it manifest, to excite a sense of guilt. Now, to make it manifest would be to expose it, to bring it to light. Okay, So this is a big thrust of why uh, the Lord's put me in this ministry. Not to have fellowship with the improved works of darkness, but to actually expose them, to reprove them, to make, man- to make them manifest in the light. To also to blame and convince a fault. But all things that are reproved, in other words, all things that are manifest and brought to light, are made manifest by the light. And whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awakest thou that sleepest. So we're commanded to, if you're sleeping, if, if regarding um, the fruitful works of darkness, if you're unaware of them, the Bible says that we can be destroyed for lack of knowledge. Hosea 4, six. And we don't want to be destroyed for lack of knowledge. We don't want Satan to get an advantage of us because we're ignorant of his devices. Which is very, very, uh, very, very common. And that's Second uh, Corinthians 2.11. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his devices. So, awake thou that sleepest, arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. Christ is the one that actually gives the light. Okay, Even regarding reproving of these matters, Christ is the one that will will give you the light. And then it says, See then you walk circumspectly. Now the word circumspectly is defined as cautiously, with watchfulness of every way, with attention to guard against surprise or danger. We're not just supposed to go around about life, particularly, you know, the Bible says, evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. This is something that, we're not just supposed to walk around and, and just be ignorant of all of these things going on around us. Because they Satan can get an advantage of us. The Bible says that if it were possible, regarding the Antichrist, they shall deceive the very elect. Matthew 24, 24. So this is not something that, that we want to take lightly. Particularly in the day and times we're moving in. And there's a lot of different ministries out there. Some ministries are for evangelism. Some ministries are for Uh, preaching and teaching and these types of things. And this particular ministry is for more of a warning type of ministry and more of a teaching type of ministry. And it's just a different aspect of the body of Christ. And the Bible says, you know, regarding the body of Christ, can the finger say to the eye, Depart of me, I have no need of you. And that's not true. Everybody's important in their particular part. So if you're part of the body of Christ and you don't feel like you're you know, as important as another—that's that's not true, because all parts of the body of Christ are important. Just whatever God's given you and whatever God's called you into, just be faithful with what He's ever with whatever He's put in your um, trust, and and do your best with what He's given you. Just because you're not doing exactly what another person is doing doesn't make you any less valuable in the in the eyes of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, bear that in mind as well. So, let's go further here. This is, uh, first article is World Invocation Day. New Agers, occultists unite on May 27th to invoke and pray for Maitreya's coming. Okay, so this is from Lucius Trust. This is from their YouTube. Um, They've got a little YouTube page. Lucius standing for Lucifer which what, originally when it came out, it was Lucifer Publishing, and it was so overt, I believe it was like in the late 20s, it was so overt that they had to change the name. I believe Alice Bailey had a lot to do with with that whole thing being set up. But Lucius Trust, this is from just uh, January 20th, this video they put up there. This year's World Invocation Day is May twenty seventh, 2010, and they've got a website. And I I provide you with all the links here. I'll I'll send this out via email to my email list. And I'll also uh, put it up on contendingfortruth.com. It will be attached as a PDF, as all my teachings are, to this. So you can go up and you can get all the documentation. I don't want you to take my word for any of this. Search it out. See if it is true. Be like the Bereans. They that they they searched out the scripture to see whether these things be so. The Bible talks about them in the Book of Acts, and um, let's go further here. The world's problems are of humanity's making. Now this is Lucius Trust talking. The world's problems are of humanity's making, and they are for humanity to solve. So notice how very how much is it's emphasizing right off the bat that you know humanity's got to do this. We've got to do this we're not turning to the Lord Jesus Christ. We're not turning to, you know, Father God, the Lord Jesus Christ. The, we're not doing any of that. We're, we're going to rely on ourselves. We're going to look to ourselves to solve our own problems. Uh, but the essence of the spiritual life lies in knowing that we are not alone. The energies of divinity are abundantly available and on World Invocation Day an appeal is made for the release of energies which will enable humanity to create the new civilization. Now, this is the new world order. This is the age of Aquarius, where we're leaving the age of Pisces. According to them, we're going into the age of Aquarius. The age of Pisces was more dominated by Jesus Christ. We're going into the age of Pisces, which will be more dominated by Maitreya. This is their literature, not mine. And this release of energies is nothing more than mass witchcraft on a global planetary scale. Now I've done a whole study, I've done several studies on witchcraft, but there was one I did and the easiest way right now to find them, and I am making some headway on the contendingfortruth.com website with the archives, but all the teachings are up there in the archive section, but they're not in a searchable format as of yet, and um, that makes it a little bit tougher to find. But if you go up to YouTube and you can Scott Johnson and you can like witchcraft, you'll find them. Several people have put up the ones. But the one that would relate to this would be witchcraft, the coming one world religion. And uh, it's going to be the essence of the coming one world religion. The Bible is very clear on that. And the, the Bible says that the Antichrist and the false prophet will deceive the whole world primarily through the lying signs and wonders and miracles. Well, what power are they invoking in order to perform those lying signs and wonders and miracles? Primarily, it is obviously demonic, it is obviously evil, and it's primarily witchcraft. That is going to be the essence of the coming one world religion. So this, this release of energies, which will enable humanity to create the new civilization, this is essentially mass witchcraft. Okay, now this um, is from them as well. Today, the, the reappearance of the world teacher is expected by millions, by those of every faith who expect the avatar under such names as Christ as the Christ, or the Lord Maitreya, Krishna, Messiah, Imam Mani, Bodhisheva. Now, remember, Maitreya says he's everything wrapped up into one, off his own website. He says he is the fifth Buddha, he says he is Imam Mani, he says he is the Messiah to the Jews, Krishna uh, to the Hindus, the fifth Buddha to the Buddhists, the Christ to the Christians. He's everything all wrapped up into one, in Imam Mahdi to the Muslims. They go on to say, the use of the great invocation, which is this prayer that we'll briefly touch on, is one of humanity's most potent tools in preparing human consciousness for the reappearance of the world teacher. Now this is essentially the coming, I believe, of the Antichrist. Or something real close to it. Again, I'm not going to sit here and say absolutely, okay, Maitreya's got to be the Antichrist and there's no other, and I'm, okay, I'm not even going to go there. But he's a very likely candidate, and I've done several studies on this. Uh, if he's not the Antichrist, he's going to play a big part in the end times delusion and deception. I think, hopefully, we could at least agree on that. But this great invocation prayer is very, very important to the occultists. I mean, really super, super important, obviously. They really emphasize it a lot in their literature. And if it's that important to them, it's something that we as Christians need to pay attention to and really come against in prayer. Now I understand that in order for the Bible to be fulfilled, Revelation, Daniel, the Antichrist is going to make an appearance, Second Thessalonians chapter two. But it doesn't mean we're not supposed to just sit we're just supposed to sit down and just let evil overcome us and not do anything about it. We're supposed to occupy until Jesus Christ comes. We're supposed to be a good soldier. We're supposed to earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints, as the Book of Jude talks about. We're not. We're not supposed to quit fighting. Really ever. So, this is something when I see how important it is to occultists, to the most high-level New Agers, to the people that are essentially going to be taking over well, and they already have taken over world government, but to overtly take it over and, and for it to be out in the open. When I see something this important to them, I want to make sure I'm informing people so that they can come against it with prayer, fasting, however the Lord leads you. And again, that's a big thrust of why this ministry is why it is. Not because we, so we can be like the National Enquirer and report on all this stuff and be in shock and awe about the whole thing, but to actually come against it in prayer, fasting, these types of things. Because the bottom line is, if nobody is doing that, then there's going to really be no spiritual opposition to what's going on with this wickedness that we're in reference to. So, let's go further. The universal use of the Great Invocation on the World Invocation Day charges this day with deep spiritual significance, for it builds a channel through which light, love, and power can reach and irritate... Irritate the hearts and minds of people everywhere. Isn't that what they're irritating meat now? and, And they expose it to this high, high level radiation. And it's kind of the same thing. It's irritating your hearts and minds everywhere. Now, the Bible says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Jeremiah 17 9. He who trusteth in his own heart is a fool. Proverbs 28 26. You could go on and on and on. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Proverbs 14 12 and 16. 24, so um, when you have something, that you'll, you'll always notice in New Age literature, in the occult, in witchcraft, a lot of it has to do with your heart, um, and that's what's emphasized. Now, they have a little asterisk on their website, which, which says, in accordance with... With the changing consciousness and the language of humanity as we enter into the Aquarian Age, this adapted wording of this invocation prayer is offered in hope that it will encourage a wider distribution of this world prayer. Now, what, what do they mean with this? What is this about? What do you mean adapted wording? Well, this prayer that they've got currently on worldinvocationday.org is not the original Invocation prayer. It's not. Okay? This is a very sanitized version. In fact, I'm not even going to read it. It's very sanitized. It's asking, yes, it's asking for the coming one to come, the world leader, which they identify as Maitreya. But it's adapted. I thought it was interesting they had an asterisk here. So what um what do the original ones say? Well, let's let's look at that. This is a comment I put in there. The great invocation is a world prayer that New Agers and occultists regard as a, quote, instrument of power to aid the plan of God to find full expression on Earth, end of quote. Now, another thing that you'll see a lot with these really high-level New Agers, I was watching a video clip last night of these doubles that go around and go to these places that they refer to as stargates or portals around the Earth, and they literally, their whole lives are dedicated to opening up these energy vortexes Portal, stargates, whatever you want, and literally allowing the devils and the demons and the fallen angels through into our plane of existence. Kind of like in the Bible, where it talks about where the abyss is opened in Revelation. It's similar to that. Okay, so you can get a conception of what they do. They, there's people that their whole life's devoted to this. These ones are called the Star Doves, and they literally have you know you can go there, and they got all these people. I mean, these people are as hardcore. Uh, occultists as anybody I have ever seen. And all oh, they act as though we just were just all about love and peace and Mother Gaia and everything's wonderful and good and we're going to let these devils and demons through these openings. What do you think CERN's about? The Large uh, Hadron Collider. It's about opening gateways into our plane of existence. It's about the same thing that Aleister Crowley was accomplishing with what he the most high level uh, witchcraft ceremony he ever performed was called the the uh, Alamtroth working where he had, where he invited this thing through this gate or whatever that he created through witchcraft called Lom, and he looks a lot like the modern day gray alien and then. Um, L. Ron Hubbard, the guy that started Scientology, who was nothing more than a Satanist or Luciferian, and we've done a whole study on Scientology, and um, Ron Parsons from Jet Propulsion Laboratory, they did another working after Crowley died called the Babylonian working, where they were literally literally inviting or invoking the whole I believe they were referred to as the whore of Babylon, through these gates. Occultists, the point here is that occultists are obsessed with... Invoking, which is what this prayer is called, it's invoking, it's an invocation prayer, these evil, usually fallen angelic or demonic entities through into our plane of existence. They're being lied to and told that if you invite us through, then we'll be able to. See, there's been a certain amount of restraint that God has put here on planet earth. But that restraining hand is slowly being removed. And the Bible even refers to that in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, where it says, He who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then what is the byproduct of that? Then that wicked one, being the Antichrist, will be revealed. The Bible says that that he who now letteth will let until he'd be taken out of the way. I don't really think he's going to be taken out of the way all just at one fell swoop. It's a gradual removing of this protective hand of God. It doesn't mean that God can't protect Christians. It just means that these, this restraining force of evil, which is going to come in conjunction with the Antichrist being revealed. And then the Bible goes on to say there that for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion. See, God's going to be sending it, that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned who received not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. And that's really a warning to to humanity in general. I mean, are you taking pleasure in unrighteousness? Are you taking pleasure in being deluded and deceived? You know, you know what I don't know won't hurt me, or, or whatever those expressions they have. Ignorance is bliss. and all. The Bible says that you can be destroyed for lack of knowledge, according to Hosea 4, six. And the Bible says, because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee and thy children, and thou shalt be a priest to me no more. So it says that in Hosea 4, six, the, the whole verse. So, it's not really something I really want to mess around with, you know, because I've rejected knowledge. Um, and again, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. So this is something we need to be on guard against, is the point I'm trying to make. The Great Invocation is actually an occult prayer used to invoke demons, to prepare or fallen angels, demons, evil entities, whatever you want to call them, to prepare the way for the revealing of Antichrist, who New Agers refer to as the the coming one. There are several versions of the Great Invocation. Some sites claim the great the original Great Invocation was written in 1945, while others disclose that one that the one written in 1940 reveals reveals that death actually is what fulfills the purpose of the coming one in the 1940 version of the great invocation the words the coming one and death are actually used death is an integral part of the plan to bring about a one world government and a one world religion the new world order okay so let's just read i'm just going to read you a few, few few lines from the 1940 great invocation It says, let the lords of liberation issue forth. Let them bring succors to the son of men. Let the rider from the secret place come forth. And coming, save. Come forth, O mighty one. Let light and love and power and death fulfill the purpose of the coming one. Now you can understand why there was that asterisk that I read you. Let me read it to you again regarding what Lucius Trust put up there. In accordance with the changing consciousness in the language of humanity as we enter into the Aquarian age, this adapted wording for the Great Invocation Prayer is offered in hope that it will encourage a wider distribution of this world prayer. Well, can you see why if they issued the 1940 Invocation Prayer, where it says, let light and love and power in death fulfill the purpose of the coming one? You know, there's some people that might have a problem with that. What what do you mean, death? Who's this coming one? Well, so again, you know, that's what Satan's all about. To steal, to kill, to destroy. To kill, death. That's what he's all about. So, they have the audacity, I I researched this, and they have the audacity to equate this rider from the secret place with Jesus Christ coming back on a white horse. (laughs) And again, like I watched these these tapes last night of these uh, these star doves. I, I I can't even hardly stand even look at them. I'm sorry, but they they dress up like they're pharaohs, literally. It it looks like some kind of really freak show, dog and pony, weird, crazy thing. It's very hard to take them seriously, but they're so puffed up, full of pride and an arrogance. And yet they try to act like they're humble, but it doesn't work real well. But yet the guy's sitting over there quoting all the scripture. Oh, I have the Holy Spirit dwelling in me. And and they, he's quoting all the scripture. King James. Unbelievable. The audacity, the utter total lack of fear of God for that guy, of all people, for these guys going around wanting to open these supposed stargates to do this. It, it's just Unbelievable. Going further, in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, in 1992, world leaders from 120 nations assembled for the first Earth Summit. Fearing a looming environmental disaster, such as global warming, they began their global conclave with a prayer. That prayer, the Great Invocation, was furnished furnished, uh, to the attendees by Lucius Trust. Lucifer Trust. A New York and Geneva-based occult organizations with close ties to the United Nations. You have to understand, Lucius Trust, the United Nations, Share International, uh, there's another one too, the uh, well World Invocation Day, uh, World Goodwill, I believe, uh, as well. there's another one. They're all, they're all like peas in a pod. They're very tightly aligned. Now notice I said the UN. This isn't something that's just this little fringe occult group. This is who the United Nations gets behind when it comes to what they say we're going to be moving into. Now, the United Nations is mostly going to form the back, most likely, going to play a big part in forming the backbone of the coming one world government, religious system, currency, political system. So, whoever they're aligning themselves with, whoever they're pointing to, we might want to kind of take notice about that. Because this is who they're saying they're getting behind. And who is that? Who Share International was originally put up. That website was literally, was originally put up through the United Nations. It was a United Nations website. Now they took that off the uh, website a long time ago. But they're all intricately tied together. And I've documented this in so many teachings. If you want to know more about it, just Key and Scott Johnson or in the word UN, or Lucius, or Maitreya, and you'll, you'll see the teachings I've done up on YouTube. And it's on uh, contendingfortruth.com as well. So, let's go further here. The Great Invocation literally invokes, or invites, the heroic writer from the secret place to come forth to take the reins of the world government, to unite the nations, and to lead the new world order. In unison, world leaders from the United States, Germany, Russia, Britain, France, China, and scores of other nations solemnly stood and cried out. Now remember, this was Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, 1992, the first Earth Summit. They cried out, let the rider from the secret place come forth. And I'm telling you, the rider from the secret place who they're identifying is, you know, the Messiah, the Imam Mahdi, whatever religion you're believing in. Maitreya is the one... That the United Nations is pointing to. They're the ones that Lucius Trust is pointing to. They're the ones that World Goodwill is pointing to. They're the ones that the high level New Agers are all pointing to. And you could go on and on and on. So, going back to uh, their website that are, are advertising this world invocation, it says most of the festivals of the major world religions are held in accordance with the lunar calendar. Most of the festivals in the major world religions are held in accordance with the lunar calendar. The date of the World Invocation Day is also determined in this way. It follows on two months from the Christian festival of Easter. Oh, wow, really? Why? Well, man, those guys aren't half bad, are they? They're Kind of doing this. Why? Because Ishtar, or Easter, has to be determined through astrology. It's the only way you can determine Easter. Did you know that? That's why it doesn't fall. It can vary literally a month at a time. Okay, so just as a brief recap, Easter is derived from the word Ishtar, which is a, the fertility goddess, Ishtar. Also can be said Semiramis, Isis, Venus, Aphrodite, Hecate, Astarte, they're all the same um, fallen angelic entity repackaged for different cultures in different times. Okay? The names may change, but the devil stays the same. That's the point here. Easter is the first Sunday after the first new moon of another pagan holiday known as Ostara, which is either usually either March 21st or 22nd. The goddess Ostara, for whom Ishtar is also named, Ostara as well as Easter is one of the Illuminati's human nights of sacrifice. So that's what Ishtar is all about. It's not It's not about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. If it was, how in the world would the date change every year and vary in a month? Well, I mean, if it was Jesus' resurrection, it would be the same day. It would be like a birthday. Same date, right? It's just common sense, is all we're dealing with here. And yet the church is almost totally silent on that issue. They're celebrating on a pagan holiday, and they're trying to Christianize it. Who started it? The, the Catholic Church. They were the ones that came in, you know, back in three three 318 uh, AD and started this whole bunch of garbage. Now, granted, the the, the, the paganizing of the, uh, Christianizing of the pagan religions didn't take place right then. It took place after, but still, that's when it started. So, uh, the World Invocation Day... It follows on two months from the Christian festival of Easter, Easter and one month from the Buddhist festival of Wisak. Each year since 1952, people everywhere have celebrated World Invocation Day. And again, then they give you the calendar here. Uh, Easter festival was uh, it was the Aries full moon of March 30th, 2010, and they even give you down to the minute, 2:27 a.m. And then they give you the WESAC Festival date of April uh, 28, 2010. And then the World uh, Invocation Day, Gemini, full moon, May 27, 2010. So it's coming up May 27, 2010. So anyway, that's give you a little background there. I thought that was interesting that they brought that into how they determine the date, which absolutely confirms all the studies I've done on Xmas, on Halloween, on Ishtar, and I could do one, you know, you could go and do it on several of these, these holidays that are commonly celebrated, Valentine's Day. There, There's so many occult holidays, May Day, or it's called Beltane, there's so many occult holidays that we celebrate and we don't think anything of it. And it has some type of Christianized veneer, but the reality is you're celebrating a pagan holiday. You're, you're celebrating Christ on a pagan holiday. It was never associated, that was never associated with him from its inception. So, anyway, I've done several teachings on that. You can key into up on YouTube or up on contendingfortruth.com. And then I then they also give their recommended reading site on this Lucius Trust. Uh, World Invocation Day. Now, this is the same books that Share International recommends. And what are the main books? Alice Bailey books. And there's a lot of them. The books of Alice Bailey, they give you the links. Um, These books were written in cooperation with a Tibetan ascended master teacher between 1919 and 1949. They constitute a continuation of the, quote, ageless wisdom, a body of esoteric, or meaning occult, Teachings handed down from the ancient times in a form which is always suitable to each period. This is, uh, Madam H.P. Blavatsky started this in the modern day. She started the Theosophical movement. Alice Bailey was nothing more than, than a student of hers, essentially. And um, this is where we get Alice Bailey's books being literally the backbone of the Theosophical Movement, which is really going to be the backbone of the coming one-world religion, which is witchcraft, Luciferianism, okay. Uh, but the teachings are going to be based on Theosophy. Madame Blavatsky, particularly Alice Bailey's book, if you go up to Share International, these are the same books they're recommending. These are the main required reading books that you'll go into. And every one of these books are essentially um, channeled books, meaning she had, I believe it was Dijoual Cool. It sounds like a rap star, doesn't it? Anyway, I believe it was Dijoual Cool, or some kind of mustard, new mustard that maybe Grey Poupon just debuted. Anyway, they, these books were all channeled through Alice Bailey by this fallen, angelic, ascended master, masking as an angel of light entity. And that's how she wrote the books. It wasn't just something she came up with. It was purely fallen angel via human to paper. And this is what they're saying are the absolute required reading for for actually entering into the New Age if you want to really get a jump on things. Uh, Now, I gave you you the, um, there's a little video they play. I'm not going to play it because I've already covered all of the stuff. But if you want to see their ad for this World Invocation they've actually got an ad for it. You know, they make it sound real nice. And then I give you my teachings on the UN, Lucifer Trust, World Goodwill, the one on his Maitreya the Antichrist, the one on, I do an update on Maitreya, and I give you several links you can click into if you like. Now, next article relating to this, this is just in the newest newsletter that just came out from May on Share International. And it's this is the section on Share International website, which is like the literal magazine or mouthpiece for Maitreya and Benjamin Krem. The Q&A with Benjamin Krem, proving Raj Patel is not Maitreya. Now I cannot tell you how many emails I've gotten, just got another one this week, of people trying to convince me that Raj, Maitreya, Raj Patel is Maitreya. I have never <laughs> bought into this from the beginning, ever. He does not fulfill on a lot of different, just because he fulfills some things, he's going to need to be the total package. He's going to need to be, fulfill everything, okay? And I've said from the beginning, Raj Patel is not Maitreya. And now we're going to hear it from the horse's mouth that that is the case. So, as far as I'm concerned, this debate is over as of today. As far as, is is it Raj Patel? Obviously, supposedly, someone else who's supposedly done these interviews, well, nobody can figure it out. Anyway, question to Benjamin Krem. What are you going to do to stop all the silliness on the Stephen Colbert show in the United States? Are you going to re- realize that Raj Patel is not Maitreya? Are you going to tell the world that he is Maitreya? Answer from Benjamin Krem, who is the mouthpiece of devil Betreya. I have never pointed to a person and called him Maitreya. The silly nonsense story to which you refer... To which you refer has absolutely nothing to do with me or anyone associated with me in Share International. In other words, he's totally distancing himself from the Raj Patel fan. Has nothing to do with anything in Share International. And then he goes on to say, as I told Scott James, the journalist who started this story in a New York Times article, I had never even heard of Raj Patel. I, and now, granted, and remember, Benjamin Krem is the Pied Piper, the John the Bap- the, the demonic version of the John the Baptist. Okay, of 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 Maitreya. He's been that for decades. So if anybody's gonna know, he's gonna know. And supposedly he's in constant psychic communication with him, whatever. He goes on to say, I've never met him, I only know what others are saying about him. As I said to Mr. James, it is not my work to say that anyone is or is not Maitreya, nor will I do so until Maitreya acknowledges his true identity on the day of declaration. Now, if that's all he said, then I'd say, well, then it's up in the air, but listen to what he says next. I also told Mr. James that Mr. Patel, who himself denies being Maitreya, which was a big point I was making, I said, everybody's saying Raj Patel is Maitreya but he's vehemently denying it. He's vehemently denying it. He won't even answer questions about it anymore. And I said, if he were to turn around and say that all of a sudden I am Maitreya, well, he would look like a total liar. Why would Maitreya want to start out on that type of foot? You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, you're a total liar right off the bat. I'm going to believe everything you say. He's not going to do that. He's going to probably just stay silent, is what he's going to do. Somebody asks him, "Are you? Are you the one?" He's just going to maybe have a little smile and walk away. Okay, but he's not going to vehemently deny it because he would look like a total idiot later if he did that. Apparently, he was only okay. And this is Benjamin Krem. Apparently, he was only a child of four when Maitreya arrived in London. July 1977, as a full adult, fully grown adult man. This kid was four. The prophecies about Maitreya is that he came from the Himalayas or on this plane in 1977 as a fully adult man. Well, Patel was a little kid of the age of four. That by itself, you know, is, is, is enough to debunk it. Share International and myself and those involved with me in Share International have absolutely nothing to do with Dr. Padel being named as Maitreya, which is the result of coincidences and circumstances beyond the control of any of us. I regret the inconvenience it has caused. I have met literally dozens of people who believe that they are Maitreya. Now, I've said this before there's a lot of Maitreya wannabes up on the internet. I get people emailing me things about, and there's ministries up there that write about, oh, this is Maitreya. No, dude, you, you got it wrong. It's not Maitreya. You got the counterfeit Maitreya. You know? He, he's not the one that's sponsored by the United Nations and, and Lucius Trust and World Goodwill and all these these organizations that are going to be the backbone of the coming New World Order, He's, they don't have that back. These guys are like just lone wolves out on their own, wanting to think that they're Maitreya or whatever. So he goes on to say it is in the air so naturally it arises in some people's minds as a result of the effort Sheet international has made to raise the expectancy of people for the coming one world teacher that they could be the one in other words you know hey i fancy myself as maitreya whatever well that was their response so hopefully we can put this to bed and you know it's it's not even an, a remote issue now as a side note, regarding and relating to this subject, this is a little little sidebar I'm going to put in there, a levity. Incidentally, due to overwhelming demand, the big four, which are Share International, Lucius Trust, World Goodwill, and the United Nations, are debuting its long awaited flagship signature series, Devil Betraya Action Figure, with a genuine spring loaded karate chop arm. In the spirit of this announcement, the big four have also teamed up with a long since defunct manufacturer of high karate aftershave to roll out their new toiletry line, starring the quote devil betray a soap on a rope bath bar. Not to be confused with the Pope on a rope bath bar that the Vatican debuted years ago. Now don't think we left out Benjamin Cream. As in conjunction conjunct- with the aforementioned announcement, the big four are taking it up a notch and have become the exclusive worldwide distributors of, yes, you guessed it, the Benjamin Creme Pez dispenser. Although the preliminary marketing trials for this product are not promising, as the only flavor available is creme or cream, which is rather bland, the big four are not resting on their laurels and have truly thrown chance to the wind by just announcing that they have went into the full 24-7 production of the Devil Betraya Pez Dispenser with a much more appealing, mouth-watering, tutti-frutti flavor that the whole family will enjoy. Sorry about that. I kind of lost control there for a sec. Anyway, a little, little light-hearted humor. Good, clean, fun for the whole family. Anyway, let's go further. I wonder if Matre is listening. Ah, he's, his blood's probably boiling if he is. Anyway, um, then there's the new DVD, Aquarius: The Age of Evil. This is the one I was actually interviewed for. Uh, I'm just going to read you the uh, the uh, thing here. Excellent DVD for the researcher of both the new and the veteran. The two-hour, the disc, two disc, oh, it's two discs. Wow, over two long DVD examines the history of the New World Order, demonstrates the New World Order is New Age oriented, the Zeitgeist films and the movement are exposed to, have shown ties to the New Age, Theosophy, Freemasons, and new, World. and it's very, very much. If you want a good primer on a lot of the stuff that I just covered, and in fact, in a lot more depth. Keith Thompson and Eric Blaine, they're both good friends of mine. They're excellent researchers, uh, pretty much on the cutting edge of this particular subject. And these subjects that relate to this. I mean, they're right on the cutting edge here. So this would be a good one. Now, I don't get any... Don't don't think I'm promoting this because I'm making money. I'm not making a dime off this, okay? But I'm just promoting it because I know that they're incredible researchers. And if you want to know more about this particular subject, and you want to see me in full Technicolor... Well, you can get the uh, you can get the DVD, and um, uh, it was fun. I, I I I don't have time really to do interviews it, like this, uh, but um, I, I just tried to make time for this one, and uh, it was fun. It was it was really fun. Um, it, this DVD covers Benjamin Krem, Maitreya, two thousand twelve, and the utopian New Age coadjutors who have infiltrated the Patriot movement. It also interviews how the Bible predicts the coming New World Order, dystopia, and interviews with Constance Cumbie, who actually has been at a meeting with Maitreya, and prayed against that. Her, her testimony is online. is pretty awesome. I haven't had that opportunity where actually Krem spoke. Krem spoke. Um, I, but I'd go in a heartbeat if I, if I had the opportunity. Uh, but interviews with Constance Cumbie, Dr. Scott Johnson, and Chris White, and I believe there's others that they interview as well. Uh, Research by Keith Thompson and Eric Blaine. Anyway, I give you the link for it, and uh, I'd encourage you to check that out. I think you'll find that pretty interesting. Um, Let's see here. Uh, You know, we're going to really switch gears majorly here. So let's go ahead. I'm going to go to part two next, and uh, we'll go from there. God bless you.